Statistics. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. Welcome back. I have more great news. More great news. Every break that we go away, I refresh our our data. We're now at $2,705 raised between our six town square media radio stations for the Community Food Bank of New Jersey Southern Branch, our day today, our one day laser beam focus of partnering with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey Southern Branch, keeping the funds right here in Atlantic and Cape May and Cumberland counties. So that now, at last break, I told you we could feed 4,260 meals. We're now at 8,100 meals, almost doubling that uh, in just the last segment to this segment. Our goal was $10,000. We're 27% of our way there already in just two hours. And again, this is Town Square Media, Atlantic City, doing what we always do, and that's stepping up and being a part of the community. By the way, this doesn't even include the $1,000 contribution that the Hurley in the Morning charity is going to make because we'll be making that by check, not on the online fundraising apparatus. So look what you're doing. 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ 97.3 HD3 Millville. You can contribute. He thinks people should go to prison. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It is a disgrace what's happened. President Trump on the Michael Flynn saga telling Fox Business. They weren't after General Flynn. They wanted him to lie about me, make up a story. The Justice Department is trying to drop the case against the ex-National Security Advisor over FBI tactics, but the judge is not accepting that, considering a perjury charge for Flynn trying to take back his guilty plea for lying in the Russia probe. Now, Republican senators have declassified several Obama administration officials' names who sought to unmask Flynn from foreign surveillance intercepts, saying it smells of politics. Now, Joe Biden is among those officials. The Democrats' campaign reacted in a statement. It's telling that these documents were selectively leaked by Republicans, abusing their congressional powers to act as arms of the Trump campaign after having them provided by a partisan official installed for this very purpose. Fox's Griff Jenkins, the president, also told Fox Business. We have to get back to work. We have to get our country back. He also disagrees with his task force, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who fears letting kids back in classes. The president says he wants schools to reopen this fall. In two hours, another Trump administration doctor who claims he was reassigned for opposing President Trump's push to use an unproven coronavirus treatment will testify at the House. The president calls Rick Bright disgruntled. One of several senators under scrutiny for selling stock ahead of the coronavirus crisis got a knock on his door last night. Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more live. Dave, the FBI sees Senator Richards Burr's cell phone as the agency investigates his stock sales early in the coronavirus outbreak on suspicion of insider trading. Burr has said he relied on public information when he dumped as much as $1.7 million in stock and has requested a Senate ethics review. The Los Angeles Times reports the FBI also served a warrant to obtain information from Burr's iCloud account. Dave. America's listening to Fox News. Right now, it feels like the world's standing still. But if you look to the land, it's a whole different story. From farms to backyards, wheels are turning, seeds are being planted, animals are getting fed, grass is growing, and families are giving their all to the soil. Because no matter how uncertain things get, the land never stops. So to all those linked to the land, John Deere says thank you. 
We're here for you because we all run together. Nothing runs like a deer. New York's mayor says he wants to keep the lockdown for months, and some governors agree. As the economy collapses, Newsmax is asking Americans like you when the lockdown should end. You can vote in the Newsmax poll about the lockdowns and President Trump. Just text VIRUS to 39747. That's VIRUS to 39747. And vote instantly. Congress and President Trump need to know your opinion about the lockdowns. Text VIRUS to 39747. And watch Newsmax TV, America's new cable news channel everyone is talking about. WBG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Today's forecast looks pretty good with morning sunshine, then clouds developing across South Jersey this afternoon. High temperature on the mild side, 67 degrees. We'll stay dry during the day. I do have to include a chance for a shower tonight, but it won't be as cold. Low temperature around 59. Tomorrow, warm and windy high soars to 82. With periods of sun and clouds, just watch for a line of evening showers. Still warm on Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy and 74. Cooler with some rain on Sunday. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan's heroin WPG Talk Radio 95.5. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. Welcome back. Four minutes past the hour. This much I know. John Zarek loves it when good people are doing good things. And I don't know if John's morning has allowed him to uh, hear me mention this on the occasions that I have, which I'm mentioning it every chance I get. And that is that WPG Talk Radio and our other five Town Square Media radio stations are partnering with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, the Southern Branch. So the money that we're raising today, and we've already raised more than $3,000, our program and my various great friends here and colleagues on the other five radio stations, these funds will stay in the Atlantic, Cape May, and Cumberland County area. And we're over 3,000 right now, which means that in the first two hours of the program, Town Square Media has raised as a team enough to fund 9,000 meals. And there are so many people in our region that are hurting right now. We know it. You're underemployed, you're unemployed, and you're having problems putting food on your table. We, we, Some of us just can't even process that, and we think it's unimaginable because we have a full refrigerator and a full freezer and an extra refrigerator freezer in the garage, but there are people that are waiting for hours in food lines. It, it's happening. So for every dollar that you donate today, and this is a one-day effort only, if you're going to do it, do it today. A great friend of the program, Chris, is on his walk. He's texting me in real time. When he gets done his walk, he's going to increase that total by $100. Whatever you can do, $20 will provide 60 meals. So thank you so much for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, John Zarek is here every Thursday morning in the 8 o'clock hour. The Law Offices of John Zarek presents Smart Law with John Zarek. John Zarek is the official, the exclusive lead counsel for criminal defense matters for the Hurley in the Morning program. Good morning, John. Morning, Harry. Hey, hey. So good to be here today. Pleasure. Um, what a beautiful day. And uh, hopefully this 
this weather is a harbinger of uh, a better future for our country and the region and Atlantic City. Um, this is tough. This is very, very, very tough. Um, you know, it's it's. I think it it's uh, how people felt during the uh, depression, the Great Depression. I mean, there are a lot of people that were okay. They had a had an income. They had savings. They had assets, and no real threat of losing those. But it's it's very hard to be happy when so many people around you are suffering. That that um, picture of 1,500 people lined up way ahead of time at Bader Field just to get food. Yeah. I mean, it's heartbreaking. That, that there's not, that, yeah, and that there's, and to realize that we're down to the bone. That, that was food given by a food bank. Who, so, who by the way, are 65% down on receiving food. The math, John, right now, this is why we're doing this today, we've experienced a 55% decrease in food donations coupled with a 60% increase in demand. And for those who don't know why we're doing this today and partnering with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey Southern Branch, and this, John, as you know, uh, because you've been a, a great contributor for more than a decade to the Hurley Charity Every year we give $1,000, and we're doing that today, but our total is not even included in what's happening online right now, which has grown by over $600 just since uh, John came on air uh, four minutes ago. In Atlantic County, we have what's called a child food insecurity. In other words, hungry people. 17.9% in Atlantic. 17.6% in Cape May, which some people would think is unthinkable because everybody lives in mansions. 176 and in Cumberland County, 17.9%. So what Town Square Media stands for nationally as a broadcasting company and a digital uh, media company and Michael Rubel stations here in Atlantic City are six Town Square Media radio stations. We we partner with our community. We are part of the community. And I'm extremely proud of all of my colleagues because just in the first two hours of our air shift, Eddie Davis, Joe Kelly, yours truly, and everybody else, uh, Jana, everybody else that's on air this morning has already raised, uh, and it just keeps going up every time I refresh my browser, close to 40% of our $10,000 goal. We're going to hit that. We're going to go past it. And um, it's, it's, I, I said this about five times, John, in the past week. I watched an episode of, of a show that I love because it's all the things I love, giving. And it's a show where Michael Buble did something very beautiful. And he talked about his grandfather, who was his hero, and his grandfather taught him from the time he was a little boy that giving is the most selfish thing you can ever do because nothing else will make you feel as good. And that I know that by the end of today, we're going to provide, as a company, Town Square Media, 30,000 meals. That's what giving is all about, John. Yeah, and I wanted to say... Uh, because of your example, because of Michael's example, and and the example of other people at your station, uh, I'm going to donate five hundred dollars. 
uh, to amazing. the cause. So uh, it's really not uh, not uh, anything in light of the sacrifices that so many people are making. And, and on top of your 500, John, you're a part of the 1,000 that the Hurley in the Morning charity is contributing, and that 4,500 isn't even factored in to the nearly 4,000 that we already have. So I can only say to you, John, you uh, you are a fabulous individual. I had a conversation off-air that I would never betray with John a couple of weeks ago, and Margie was with me at the time, and I just can't I almost can't put into words what a good person you are, John. Well, you're very kind, Harry. Uh, I do this, whatever good I do, I do it because it makes me happy. I mean, really, uh, you know, had, had uh, <laughs> I often say Mother Teresa had the best racket going <laughs> in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody thought she was very generous, but she just liked to be happy. So she trusted God, and God says, take care of other people, and and she and if you do, I'll make you happy. And essentially, that's the the, the basic message. And uh, so she took care of people day and night, and she was happy day and night. And we have we have other examples of that. We had. Let me interrupt. Let me interrupt, John, because you just teed this up for me. I've got to do this right now because you introduced me to the Franciscan Sisters of the Renewal. I come in this morning. And this beautiful envelope, when I tell you the printing on the envelope could be a person's vocation. It's almost calligraphy. It's, it's like the day has gone by. My father had beautiful handwriting because he Catholic and in Catholic school, you know, very, very big on that, especially in the World War II era. My father was a left-hander. They beat his hand until he became a right-hander. I don't have time to tell that story, uh, but that's the Cliff Note version. And he had the most beautiful handwriting, artistic and beautiful. That's why I'm so sad that they don't even teach penmanship anymore. I don't know how people, cursive writing is not taught. How are people going to sign a check when they become 18 and have a checking account? I'm like, this is maddening to me. But anyhow, this beautiful card from the Franciscan Sisters of the Renewal. Because of John's introduction and my learning about the incredible, selfless, and wonderful work that they do, the Hurley in the Morning. So you did that too, John, because you're a a stakeholder, you're a shareholder in the Hurley in the Morning charity because of your generosity throughout the years. We wrote a 500-hour grant. John, I received the most beautiful card. I will always keep this. There's a prayer uh, item in here for me. Uh, they, they, They wrote the most beautiful things. And this is part about what we're talking about this morning. What what an amazing group of people at the uh, St. Michael Convent, Mississippi Avenue in Atlantic City. They're 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 fabulous, aren't they, John? They really are. They really are. And um, not too long ago, they were uh, they they were actually prevented uh, from doing it. They were uh, they always give out food on Tuesdays and Thursdays on, on Tuesdays, they would have people come by mostly homeless people, uh, people suffering from a lot of different types of problems. 
and come by, and they have right next to St. Nicholas Church, there's a little, um, there's a convent. It was a convent for the nuns who taught St. Nicholas uh, school, Catholic school. And that has been converted into uh, a convent, uh, kind of a, a different kind of convent. It has a, a large public area on the on the first floor and they would the sisters would bring people in and um mostly homeless people poor people uh people who need comfort and they would give them food and and pray with them if they want they didn't have to pray it wasn't the price of of getting food or uh coffee or a donut or whatever but they would sit with them and pray with them if they wanted and um, generally take care of everyone. And that, um, unfortunately, was stopped by the um, COVID orders from the state, the executive directive. And, um, but before it was stopped, I guess, I guess, right. uh, I had uh, an attorney a woman who was interested in doing some charitable work and um, some community involvement, and I and I mentioned what the sisters do, and I said, if you like, I'll. She she was very interested. I said, I'll take you over there and introduce you. They they're helping people now, so we went over. Um, at that time, they were, you know. They were wearing masks, and and um, they had it set up where people could wash their hands. It was, con- you know, the water was running on water, and they could wash their hands and get their bag outside. They couldn't go inside, but and they had cones set up for spacing and so forth. And um, you know, the the young woman that I took over there was so overwhelmed by the situation and immediately started to help um, getting food donations, uh, getting things that the sisters needed, and she just took them all and, and ran with it. But when I, when I went over there, there was, um, you know, it, it, in the media, it seems very, um, in the media, it seems very, uh, sometimes seems a little romantic. It seems a little exciting in a sense, uh, you know, people that work with the poor, Mother Teresa and so forth. But in person, it's not romantic and it's not exciting. Um, it's, it's just these uh, sisters who are dealing with people that are very, very um, much in need and in all areas and um, trying to keep people straight and some people can't understand the instructions and uh, you know I remember one one of the fellas because of his disability he was trying to go back into the line like for the third time And, and, and one of the sisters says now you know now, Joe, you you 
been here once already, so you're not allowed to, you know, have to come back the next time. And he was saying, no, no, sister, I was never here for three days. I was never here. <laughs> he was there twice when I was standing there. You know. but, but they treat, you know, of course, many, many people have trouble with patients, but because they do this that with really for the love of God, they, they see um, Jesus in each person who's challenged. So it's not, you know, certainly if, uh, if God came down and confronted any of us, of course we'd do anything. It'd be easy. But seeing God in the faces of the people that are very challenged and very, very difficult to help, I mean, it's not just helping. It, you you have to manage and um, and guide and be super patient dealing with people that are very difficult. That's a lot harder to see. It's a lot harder to see God in people that are, um, you know, sometimes very irritating, very um, very. Ch- challenged in how they can relate to you and how hey john we're at 19 minutes almost 20 minutes actually past the hour let me jump in please excuse my rudeness i didn't want to i didn't want to interrupt your uh, mojo there you're on on a great roll uh we're going to come right back much more with john zarek the whole hour also coming up right after john certainly a delaware valley legend a national legend bill boggs four-time emmy award-winning television talk show host he has a brand new book and we're going to review it coming up right after John Zarek at 9.04. Then some open forum to end the program. I need to um, thank Chuck Malamut, who just made, he didn't tell me I can't say it, so I'm going to just say it before it's too late. Chuck just matched what John Zarek just did. That's a $500 contribution from John, a $500 contribution from Chuck, and Chuck is going to do it on the WPG app or at WPGtalkradio.com. We, w- we would prefer that. It's the only means of this fundraiser. We're not really, mine's probably not even going to count towards the total, but they're certainly going to take it. Uh, we'll be writing a $1,000 check from the Hurley in the Morning charity uh, before the end of today. So there's 2000 just between the Hurley in the Morning charity, John Zarek, and Chuck Malamut. And if I refresh my browser... One more time before going to the break, I'll be able to tell you, I think we're about, I'm not even counting, if I count this 2,000, we are at $6,473 of our $10,000 goal. So thank you so much, one and all. You can make a contribution through WPG, the app, on your smartphone or at WPGtalkradio.com. And every dollar that you contribute will provide three meals, meals rather, three meals for our hungry neighbors. We'll be back with John Zarek in just a few minutes. Don't go away. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much with John Zarek, the official, the exclusive lead counsel for criminal defense matters for the Hurley in the Morning program. Let me give you a, um, I know you like feedback and I like giving you feedback. Let's see here. We are at 
$4,776 of a $10,000 goal. A reminder, we've experienced a 55% decrease in food donations coupled with a 60% increase in demand. And you can understand that's mathematics that are just out of sight. We have some of the state of New Jersey's highest rates of what's officially called child food insecurity, a, a, a sort of fancy way of saying hungry children and adults for that matter. 17.9% of Atlanta County is hungry right now. 17.6% of Cape May, 17.9% of Cumberland County. Those are the three counties that we are serving with the town square media all six of our radio stations community food bank of new jersey southern branch so we are raising funds for atlantic cape may and cumberland counties not that we're not generous to the other what is it um 18 counties throughout the state uh but we're being parochial for a change and we're raising money for those that are here in our area. If you add the 2,000 between the Hurley in the Morning Charity and John Zarek and Chuck Malamut, that total is now close to $7,000, which is 70% of our goal. And we're just at the 826 a.m. mark of our fundraising efforts. John Zarek continues. Counselor, time is yours. Yes, Harry. So uh, I donated $500 to your cause to uh, feed people that are hungry, feed children primarily who are hungry. And uh, I just want to emphasize to everyone out there, I, I know I have some friends who listen to the show and some people that follow us on a weekly basis. And uh, I'm just uh, just going to ask everyone, just think what it would be like to wake up and uh, not because of some terrible thing you did, not because you're drinking drugs and whatever, uh, gambling, some personal problem you have that caused it, but simply because you have lost your job. You know, you're working. Uh, I think, Harry, the statistic is, what, 50% of the people in the country, at least 50%, don't have an extra four hundred dollars yeah. to their name. Yeah, it's so. close closer to seventy, and that was before the pandemic, John. Right. So that means their their people are working, they're getting paid, they're taking that money, they're they're paying for housing, for car transportation, maybe not even a car, and food for their family, clothes for the kids. And just if they need it, if something goes wrong that costs four hundred dollars, say five hundred dollars, they can't cover that. Maybe they can cover four, uh, but they can't cover the five. Uh, what do you think happens when thousands more people are unemployed? I believe than in the Great Depression, uh, the the unemployment rate is higher now than in the Great Depression. So what happens if those hardworking people are all of a sudden, uh, and and maybe those hardworking people don't even have the time or ability to listen to a show like this. They're too busy uh, trying to get food, trying to do some kind of work to get earn some kind of money to solve the problem somehow. But what happens if they wake up and they don't have a job? 
like all the people working in the casinos, they're laid off. They don't have a job. Um, they need money. Unemployment, uh, of course, there's unemployment under some circumstances, probably most circumstances, and there's some supplemental money. But there are people that, for whatever reason, the state of New Jersey is not functioning correctly. Um, they're not getting the unemployment. They have. They don't have the money. It hasn't come in. It will come in at some point, I assume. But they don't have the money. This is harsh reality. And they're hungry, and they don't have a way to get food. So um, that's why the 1,500 people. The other day, the Food Bank of New Jersey, it's not open every day. I mean, they have certain times when they're open, when they have food to distribute, and they were distributing food at Bader Field. Hours before it opened, 1,500 people lined up to uh, were lined up to get food, and you had to be laid off in order to get that food. It wasn't, you know, there there were other mechanisms for for the chronically unemployed or chronically poor and hungry, but uh, this was to take care of that particular issue. Uh, people that were laid off. 1,500 people standing in line for hours and hours to, just to get food, just to get what many of us take for granted. So that's why I donated the $500. Uh, very glad to do it. Um, and I'm, and I'm going to challenge, uh, not challenge, I'm going to just ask all my friends, uh, Make whatever donation you can. If you can make 500, go ahead. If you if you um, can make more, fine. If you can make less, if if it's twenty five dollars, make that. But go on the app, and I want to get the instructions straight now, Harry. We're you, going to go. You can do it, John. Go. I trust you. Right. Well, well, we're going to go. We'll go on the. Um, uh, it will be the WPG 1450 app. That's WPG 1450 95.5 FM. And the app, there are, there are a number of um, uh, different apps, WPGs. So this one is WPG Talk Radio. And if you put WPG Talk Radio, Harry Hurley, uh, in, when you're searching for the app, now that's in for the for some of the people. I want to say the older people, but I don't want to knock the older people. Uh, the it's called it's it's you know you go on your phone and there's a on your phone it's called the App Store. Uh, there's a there's a on every phone every iPhone certainly is sold, and every phone there's the App Store and you go touch that and then. It'll say search. It'll have like a little uh, magnifying glass. It'll say search, and, there, and you touch that, and then you put in there um, WPG Talk Radio Harry Hurley, and you'll get w, you know an app, an, an app that will say another little box, number of boxes will come up, and an app will say uh, WPG Talk Radio, and you touch that. And then that will let you listen to the show in Japan, in Nairobi, in, in Argentina, and here, anywhere in the world. And uh, 
I did it um, actually last year when I was in Vietnam. Um, I intentionally went during the summit when President Trump was there. Uh, I was not part of the official party or anything like that. It was just something I wanted to do to be there to experience that uh, summit. And when I was there, I listened to um, early in the morning, WPG, uh, 95.5. And actually, I, I'm not sure whether I actually did the show while I was there, but, but you can, you can go on and, um, you can use it to listen to the show anywhere you are. It's very, very convenient. Don't have to turn on the radio. Just, just listen, uh, touch the app and it comes on. And you can also on that app make, a donation, and Harry has on the WPG app a mechanism to do that. So, hey, John, you did great. Let's get the break in at 34 minutes past the hour. The app is the easiest way to do it. It's so simple. Then that will be on your home screen. You'll have it on your phone, and you do all the things that John said. Anytime we're having a contest or today, you'll see the Town Square Cares feed south jersey and it's our town square media partnership all six of our radio stations cat country 107.3 light rock 96.9 sojo 104.9 97.3 espn classic rock 104.1 and wpg talk radio 95.5 fm 1450 am and you'll see the the link right there and it's it is safe it's easy to do, and it is secure. You can make your contribution right there with confidence. If you're on a desktop and you just want to go to our website, WPGTalkRadio.com, and you can do it there as well. And for every dollar that you contribute, we will be able to purchase three meals. So you're looking at a three-to-one just mathematical juggernaut where we can make such a difference and the counter, I've just refreshed it, so we're now over $7,147 uh, $7, of a $10,000 goal. So we're, we're well beyond like 70% of the goal with a lot of time to go. And that $5,147 does not count the $1,000 Hurley in the Morning Charity grant. It doesn't count the Zarek $500 contribution, the Chuck Malamut contribution so thank you so much for doing this and keep in mind that a lot of people in atlantic cape may cumberland county as you're looking at a 17 almost 18 percent hunger rate uh in our three neighboring counties atlantic cape may and cumberland and the food bank has a 60 percent increase in demand while the unfavorable variance of a five a 55 percent decrease in food donations so today's efforts will help fund a minimum of 30,000 meals because of your generosity back with john zarek in just a few minutes don't go away people all over the jersey shore have found the easiest way to stay connected to south jersey's talk station it's the wpg talk radio app read free south jersey news Listen to your favorite talk shows. Send us pics and videos when you see breaking news. Wake up with the alarm clock feature and win cool prizes in the 1450 Club. It's all just a tap away with the WPG Talk Radio app. Download it now at WPGTalkRadio.com. 
bbel.com. Rescue your retirement. GrowWealthSafely.com. For the latest coronavirus news, open the WPG Talk Radio app. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We continue with the melodious voice of John Zarek, the law offices of John Zarek. For any criminal defense matter, uh, trust me, John is the one to turn to. Counselor, time is yours. Uh, Harry, if I have such a melodious voice, how come Sister Nicholas Marie at St. Mary's School would give me detention for <laughs> using my melodious voice <laughs> <laughs> with my friends? Oh, that's funny. I'm going to say yeah. there's no yeah. there's no space between what I said and what she did. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> I did that. That's that's where I got the start of my career. Yeah, you know, your broadcasting I, I career. I did like to talk. <laughs> I did like to talk. Um, unfortunately, sometimes it was while class was going on. So, anyway, we all we all find our our way and find our spot. I I wanted to mention um, my good friend Tom Manley, who uh, let's just say he had a long and distinguished government career. Um, and he, he's just, a a really special guy, uh, who's really traveled the world, uh, in the service of the country. And, and, um, he is going to make, I'm really, really, really honored that he would, uh, make a donation, uh, in connection with our show. So he, uh, he's going to very quickly make a, uh, make a donation, substantial donation to the Hurley charity. Wow. So I'm really, at least, at least we got one cha- one donation that, who, that has come through as a result of uh, this hour. So I'm, and I really hope that others will now just think, I, and I, I'll, I'll tell you, there's, I mean, Harry and I are, I think are the first ones, uh, right. Harry, you and I are the first ones to say if something is not legitimate, if something is, um, crooked if something is, um, you know, just a political move or something like that, we're the first ones to point it out. I'm telling all my friends uh, and all my listeners, this is not, this is 100%, this hunger is 100% legitimate. Mm. And, you know, I know it's hard to believe in this, that we're in this country, but this is like World War II. I mean, this is an amazing, um, frightening thing that's happened to the country. And, John, anybody that doubts that, just refresh yourself with the first Community Food Bank of New Jersey Local 54 distribution that had the traffic backed up for miles on the Black Horse Pike, or the most recent one of a week or so ago, at Atlantic City's Bader Field, and that was only for Unite Here Local 54 workers who had not yet received any unemployment compensation or any anything since they've been out of work all these weeks. And we were on air, John, you and I talking about it even. That line was incredibly long, four or five hours before the drive was even going to officially open. So there, there is... There, you're absolutely right, John. This need is is real, and it is significant. Yeah, 
It is, and I just got notice um, actually that my uh, our dear friend Terry Lucarelli is making a substantial donation uh, for the for food for the Hurley cause. Thank you, Tom. So, Thank you, Terry. Thank you, John. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I hope others will do the same. I mean, this is. I mean, you think how quickly, how quickly we we spend a hundred or two hundred dollars, right? You go out to dinner, you take the family. You know, in my case, that's you know that's uh, my wife and I. If if they're visiting, my wife or we're visiting, my wife and I, three daughters, uh, two sons-in-law, four grandchildren now. Um, it's easy, really easy, just, uh, let's go out instead of eating home. Let's just go out and have dinner. It's easy to spend depending on how much everyone (laughs) drinks, actually. I don't drink, but, um, you know, my sons-in-law, thank God, are, uh, are, healthy drinkers they have a drink or two but when you go out and and wine and you know everyone likes wine so you go out and you can you can rack up two or three hundred dollars really easily and how often do we just go out to dinner just because we're a little bored and some people don't eat in at all you know some people don't cook at all they go out to dinner every night and that might be you know, forty dollars, fifty dollars um, a night. So we can we can all just make pretend we're going out to dinner an extra time and and make a nice donation. So that these are people these are people not going out to dinner having fine wide drinks and gourmet food. These are people that you know are looking for milk and cereal for their kids exactly john we're going to take our last break when we come back we'll have 10 minutes uninterrupted you're listening to the law offices of john zarek presents smart law with john zarek early in the morning wpg talk radio 95.5 and on the wpg talk radio app bbel.com wpg talk radio 95.5 for complete contest rules, visit WPGTalkRadio.com. As promised, 10 minutes before the top of the hour, the television personality Bill Boggs on deck right after John Zarek, who continues right now. Hey, John. Yes, Harry. Uh, so make a donation to the Hurley charity for uh, food for the poor. Not for the poor, for people who are hungry yeah they they may not be poor on a ongoing basis they're just out of work and uh the government isn't coming across with the the things that we expect government to do for them government is overwhelmed and uh so we need money and we we many of us spend money pretty easily and uh, to spend a hundred two or three hundred dollars is is a pretty common thing very often for for some of us, so take some of that money and uh, make a make a donation to charity. Now, John, imagine being without a paycheck for seven weeks, like many people listening right now have been enduring. No money. 
You can't pay your mortgage. You can't pay anything, food. And, and you're not even supposed to go out, and people are worried about going out. So maybe you have, like, a delivery person bring food, and then, of course, there's an upcharge on that. You want to tip somebody because they've got to make a living, too. Uh, everything's more expensive than ever, and uh, and yet you have no revenue coming in. That's why today's effort between the six Town Square Media Atlantic City radio stations and folks that listen to John Right now, you can just use the WPG app or go to the website, WPGTalkRadio.com, and you'll see right there, you will see the Town Square Cares, Feed South Jersey. You'll see all six of our station logos. And for every dollar that you donate, you can help provide three meals for our hungry neighbors. That's um, that's pretty amazing. That's a great deal, Harry. Yeah, I'd say. That's a fantastic deal. Yeah. That's the best deal I've heard of in a long time. Me too. One dollar, three meals. Yeah. You can't beat that. No. So um, you really, some people want to do it for charity and some because they just like a good deal. And this is the best deal in town to be able to, uh, you know, donate. So a hundred dollar donation feeds three hundred meals yes that's fantastic yeah a five hundred dollar donation fifteen hundred meals so yeah that's a lot of help uh that i think harry that guarantees you'll get to heaven if you make a large donation wow. like that what it what a what an investment that is and we're at over eight thousand right now john when you count what we did here today on the program that just we know of we don't even know what others have done so that's now twenty four thousand meals and at the point we hit the ten thousand mark thirty thousand meals that that's um that's our friends and and our great listeners becoming big time change agents big time uh clutch performers at, at a time of supreme need i honestly can't think of a more profound need in the history of our country since probably the Great Depression, John? There hasn't been. There definitely hasn't been. And we don't understand all the ramifications of this. One ramification uh, I do understand, and this this, this show is Smart Law with John Zarek, so we're going to talk about some law right now, which is a domestic violence problem. Epidemic right now it was just you know weeks ago when we talked about it there was some uh indication there was going to be trouble but i think i think uh, you noticed harry i think i think we all experienced it at once maybe 10 days two weeks ago where it really sunk in that this is a, a serious problem it's a long-term problem and um, we may open up the country. We may make changes. We may do uh, things that are different than we've been doing for a while. But it's not going to be the same. No. And it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same for a long, long time. Hey, John, quick stat, and you can appreciate this from your many decades as an executive board member at Atlantic Prevention Resources. This is empirical evidence. This is no bull. Americans are at a 55% rise in alcohol consumption. This is in the last full month. It's probably even worse over the past uh, two weeks of May. And up 36% in terms of illicit drug usage. Couple that 
with the domestic violence uh, aspect that you're talking about, and this will show you what happens when you shut the country down for seven weeks, John. Look what's happening around us. Sure. That's a, that's a lot of people developing liver disease, yeah. a lot of people developing uh, the, common, the common name is uh, wet brain. There are, there are people with alcohol poisoning. There are people with uh, uh, dementia-like illness caused by overconsumption of alcohol, high levels, sustained, period. Um, they don't come back. And then, John, if you're drunk and if you're on uh, opioids or extra use of marijuana, or this is many categories of drug usage that I don't have time to, to list on this um, sheet that I have here before me, John, that also plays into then what kind of behavior do you demonstrate uh, when you're in this altered state? Sure, and a lot of a lot of women are becoming pregnant at this time. I mean, there's... People are stuck in the house with, uh, and, and one of the things they do is, is more of what they do normally, right? So in, instead of being together, there are a lot of people becoming pregnant because there's a lot of sexual activity. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But a lot of people are becoming pregnant, and then you have the environment where you have um, alcohol consumption, drug consumption, um, you know, a lot of people don't know they're pregnant for a good period of time, and a lot of damage can be done in those early stages if people are drinking and, and using drugs. So, uh, and, and one of the products of this is domestic violence. So I'm, we are getting lots and lots of calls related to domestic violence. And I'll never forget one of the people, a uh, great guy, Good job, um, loving wife, kids, just not really a problem in the world, um, called with, he was charged with domestic violence. And, and not only that, he was charged with um, more serious offenses in, in, in connection with that, which is pretty insane for someone who is totally law-abiding at all other times. And so I was trying to get into the bottom of it, as we always do, because we want to try to solve the problem. Look, talked about alcohol, talked about drugs. No, no. Gambling, girlfriends, boyfriends. No. I said, what, what do you think was the source of this conflict between you and your wife? And the fellow said, Mr. Zarek, it's just... We, we've, we're inside, we've got the kids, we can't go out, we can't do things we normally... I think we just went crazy. Yeah. And with great... We just went John, crazy. with great regret, yeah. final minute, closing summation. I can't believe it. Yeah. I want to recount. Yeah. 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 So we're getting a lot of people, we're getting a lot of people that are um, call, calling with domestic violence charges against them, people that normally would never be involved in these types of things, but they're cooped up. Maybe they're drinking, maybe they're using drugs, and maybe they're not doing anything at all. Uh, they just can't take it any longer. So uh, it's 
it's a difficult period of time and it's going to last for a while and we have to do whatever we can to accept it and make it better for others and if if you have extra money take the pressure off some people and make a donation to uh, the, the Hurley Food Initiative here go on the app and make that donation we did a uh, number of other callers uh, one number of listeners did five seconds and i'm asking you too thank, thank you, you john so thank you john hold on we'll say goodbye and then i have to get a hold of bill boggs who is next a delaware valley legend 95.5 fm and 14:50 a.m wpgg atlantic city wenj 97.3 hd3 millville more financial hardship I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Another wave of Americans out of work needing unemployment checks. Fox's Lillian Wu has the numbers live. Dave, the nearly 3 million more out-of-work Americans asked for first-time health last week. The 2.98 million first-time claims considerably higher than the 2.5 million many economists were expecting, and it brings the total number to more than 36 million who filed claims in the last eight weeks. That's when the pandemic started hitting many businesses hard, some states still processing a backlog of claims. Last week's number is still historically high, but it is a six straight week of declines. Dave? Lillian stock futures are falling on Wall Street as a result. We have to open our country. Now, we want to do it safely, but we also want to do it as quickly as possible. We can't keep going on like this. President Trump tells Fox Business things will get better, especially next year. Ten states will lift restrictions tomorrow. Wisconsin stay-at-home order has been ordered to end by next Tuesday by the state Supreme Court, which ruled the governor had overreached. In an hour, a Trump administration doctor will testify at the House. The president calls Rick Bright disgruntled. Bright claims he was reassigned after opposing a push for an unproven coronavirus treatment. A preview of his testimony includes this warning, quote, our window of opportunity is closing. If we fail to develop a national coordinated response based in science, I fear the pandemic will get far worse and be prolonged, causing unprecedented illnesses and fatalities. Fox's Shannon Bream back to the president. He also reacted to the Michael Flynn saga this morning. It was the greatest political crime in the history of our country. Flynn pleaded guilty to lying in the Russia probe. The Justice Department is trying to drop the case over FBI tactics where the judge wants to consider perjury charges. Joe Biden was among the Obama administration officials who requested unmasking Flynn's name. Republicans call that fishy. Biden campaign says Republicans are grossly politicizing intelligence. America's listening to Fox News. Americans rely on affordable, reliable package delivery from the U.S. Postal Service. It's a lifeline for rural communities. It powers our cities. But Washington politicians want to impose a massive package rate hike on the Postal Service. A 400% increase. We can't afford that these days. Quadrupling the price to send a package? That means four times the cost for seniors to ship their medication, four times to deliver household necessities, and four times the cost for small businesses. Unneeded rate hikes that will harm Main Street and everyday Americans. America can't afford the package tax now. Call Congress now. 202-224-3121. Tell them to stop the package tax. The Postal Service is an economic lifeline for small businesses and rural customers all over the country. That's 202-224-3121. And tell them to stop the postal rate hike. Paid for by the Package Coalition. WBG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. 
Today's forecast looks pretty good with morning sunshine, then clouds developing across South Jersey this afternoon. High temperature on the mild side, 67 degrees. We'll stay dry during the day. I do have to include a chance for a shower tonight, but it won't be as cold. Low temperature around 59. Tomorrow, warm and windy high soars to 82. With periods of sun and clouds, just watch for a line of evening showers. Still warm on Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy and 74. Cooler with some rain on Sunday. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarowin, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is four minutes past the hour, and I am thrilled to report... This is the first time I've ever spoken with this living legend of our industry. Bill Boggs is a four-time Emmy Award-winning television talk show host. I don't even have time to get into the great work that he did, uh, the advent of Morton Downey Jr., and that was amazing. I believe Bill was the executive producer. I know he had a, a significant role with that. Bill is a television talk show host, best-selling author, professional speaker, and we're going to be reviewing this half hour Bill's new comedic novel, The Adventures of Spike the Wonder Dog. And what I always do, Bill, I want you to know this. I never ask our audience to do what I haven't already done. Go go buy Bill's book. But then I didn't go buy Bill's book. I signed on to my Amazon Prime. And I want you to know, Bill, I want you to treat me well, Bill Boggs, because I'm a customer. You are speaking to a customer. I'm bowing. You can't see me. Because I'm bowing down, my little hands are touching the floor. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a host or interview me who said they bought the book and told me that before before they actually did the interview. If there's one way you want to get on my good side on this particular day in 2020, other than saying I've created a virus, a, a vaccine, is buy my book. Harry, thank you. You, you. All of you told me, I greatly appreciate it. Bill, it's my pleasure. And by the way, I didn't go Kindle on you. I didn't go cheap. I didn't go, not, not that I have anything against Kindle, because it's great to read them that way. But I'm just old school. I, I not only want the book, I want the hardcover book. So I, I went big, hard. Bill Boggs. It's great, Harry. Well, Harry, that's terrific. And at some point, in the, in God willing, in the future, I'll get down there to Atlantic City, meet you. And sign and sign the book. Oh, so, I can't! I so can't! That, that's terrific. I can't you wait. I want to let people know the title of the book. I think it's very important. It's not a mystery book. It's the Adventures of Spike the Wonder Dog, as told to Bill Bond. It's a complete send-up and satire of the television industry uh, and a lot of the foibles of human beings. That's narrated by a dog, Spike, who has been called already by two critics, fiction's funniest canine. You know how many dog stories there are that have been published? I think I'm in the lead with the funniest dog. I think it's I think it's terrific. I think it's a great Thank hook. You, I think it's a great hook. The Adventures of Spike the Wonder Dog, and it's available Amazon.com or The Usual Suspects. It took me less than a minute. I just went right to the book, and I had the choice of either Kindle or the hardback uh 
edition. I went hardback, so you can do the same. I'm very honored uh, to note that we actually have Bill a few days prior to the official launch. I know it's due out on May 19th, and uh, I'm really happy to have you five days before that, Bill. And, and let me say this. I had a moment to say this to Bill off air. Uh, I've been in the business for a long time. I've done TV. I've done radio. And I love what we do in our lane, but I'm never, ever shy to say that I'm a fan of someone. And Bill Boggs, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I love all your work. You know, you look at just the Food Network. For a lot of people that enjoy the Food Network, and whether it's Guy Fieri or all these different shows that are on um, Iron Chef and all these different things, and I love them all. Bill, you had a, a career on the Food Network, and many people credit you actually with helping to launch the Food Network. So you've done you've done a lot. You've done the talk show circuit. You've done Food Network. You've done a lot, and of course, you public speak. Uh, you write. Uh, so you uh, you've, you've done it, Bill. Well, I, I really appreciate that. Now, Harry, I have one question. I'm going to comment on all that stuff. If someone wants to listen on their phone or, or BlackBerry. What are they tuned into right now? I'm just curious. Easy. WPG Talk Radio app, or they could just go right to WPGTalkRadio.com, and they'll be able to w listen to it in real time. WPGTalkRadio.com. WPG yes. Okay. Well, well, first off, everything you just said was very nice. And with, the, with the Food Network, what happened was I was aware I had the same parallel interest as a small group of investors in Rhode Island had, and that was in the concept of food as entertainment, Harry, meaning that on a television show I did in New York called Midday Live yep. for 13 years, I, one, I got an idea from uh, that people are home having lunch, <clears throat> watching, you know, at, at, it was only between 11.30 and 1. Why not occasionally have lunch on the show so in other words, they're, they're, they eat and watch, and we eat and broadcast. So we, we tried it out, and it was once a week. It was a huge success. People loved it. It's called the, the round table. I mean, the big round table, we put all different kinds of notable people or guests at that table once a week, and it did very well. We had Thanksgiving special at the table and all. So and then when I was uh, anchoring Weekend Today in New York, uh, on Channel 4, WNBC, and they said, would you like to do a special feature? And I came up with this idea that I would take a group of, of sort of known New Yorkers. I'm not talking the A-list crowd, but people everybody knew, like the weathermen from, from all the different stations, radio personalities like yourself in, in, in the New York vicinity, whatever, people on Broadway shows. And I'd take them to a restaurant, they'd meet me, and we'd we film a little bit of what the restaurant was like and a little bit of conversation. So it was actually sort of a quasi-restaurant review show. So the Food Network, I got on the Food Network. I was doing a show called TV Diners and another one, uh, Talking Food, Substituting for Robin Leach. Okay. So they come to me and say, we got to come up with something that is not like Sarah Moulton or David Rosengarden or Emerald behind the counter cooking. <clears throat> so I immediately thought of my concept. So what I did was I got Bill Cosby. I know he's a vilified character, but this is what happened. Cosby I knew from Philadelphia. 
he had a favorite restaurant in, in New York called Ennio and Michael. Two terrific Italian men running this place. A warm family. And Cosby loved it. So I got in touch with his office. I asked him if he would meet me there on a Saturday. I went down. He stayed long enough for me to shoot a pilot. Me and Bill Crosby and I, Ennio and Michael. And that's how I got Bill Box Corner Table on the air. And then booking was difficult because... Harry, you know how well-established the Food Network is now, right? It's like a, of course. a monolith. Yeah. yeah, okay. People thought I was nuts. I really mean it. To leave WNBC for the Food Network. The Food Network is a national network, and I thought what I'd doing would be, be more fun and more up, up my alley. I never considered myself a newsman or a news anchor, which is what I was doing it for. So basically... I created this thing, and it, it, let's face it, it, it was a scam. I got here. Look, look, look at this. I mean, I should be arrested for this. <laughs> I got the Food Network to pay me really good money to go to the greatest restaurants in America, sit down, eat for free with big name celebrities, be on television, and get paid for it. And that's how Bill Boggs' Corner Table came to be. And if you go to my YouTube channel, Bill Boggs TV, on YouTube, if you go to that channel, you will find a lot of those interviews, and most notably one with the late, great Jerry Stiller, oh. which we did in New York at one of his favorite restaurants. So, what they used to say about Jerry Stiller, Bill, he was never like the lead role, but he always stole every scene. Yeah, he really could steal a scene. Uh, you know who the most, world's most famous scene was supposed to be? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney was like, no, nobody wanted to make a movie with a guy because he stole everything. <laughs> but Jerry Stiller had a tremendous reputation in the business. You never heard anybody say a negative word about Jerry Stiller. You know, I've been in the show business since, I, since 1969. No, since 1967 with the comedy team of Patrick Tarsus and then Betty Hughes and Friends on WCAU-TV, wow. Acquainted and Company on KYW. <laughs> Excuse me. God bless. Sneeze, but I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so I've been in show business like 40 years, and you hear a lot about different people. People hear a lot about Harry. They hear a lot of... I've never heard a bad word about Jerry Stiller. Never heard a bad word about Dean Martin. Wow. Another example. Huge star. Nobody ever said a bad thing about the guy. Let me just tell, tell everybody that's just tuning in. You're listening to, I'm going to call him a legend because he is, the legendary Bill Boggs. We're, we're going to review his book, The Adventures of Spike the Wonder Dog. Do as I did. Go and support Bill and his great work. And go to Amazon. You'll have it in a couple of days. It said to me I'm going to have it before the end of the week. Uh, it's great. You'll love it. It's a great story. And while people are all pen in and all that, Pen up, locked in, and all that. It'll give you something nice to read uh, that um, you'll love it in your on your bookshelf and 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 then read read the book. Actually, Bill, I want to ask you because you've interviewed them all in your career. You've interviewed Sinatra, who I was very privileged to have some hang time with uh, back in the eighties. Miles Davis, you've Dudley Moore, Hugh Hefner. I could keep going. You've interviewed them all. Do you have a standout interview that, if I asked you to name one or two, that immediately come to your attention? Well, because you mentioned Frank Sinatra, I'll leave with Frank Sinatra. It was, in fact, 
22, uh, 22 years ago today that Frank Sinatra died, right? Uh, the Sinatra interview came about, first off, I was a huge Sinatra fan. I mean, let's look back into the 60s. What was the nightclub that Sinatra played at in Atlantic City every summer? You know. favor for his friend Kinney. You know. The 500 Club. Yep. So, look, I'm, I'm staying right in your neighborhood down there, my friend. That's right. Over there in o- Ocean City, 10 miles south of Atlantic City, there's a 17-year-old kid named Bill Boggs working at the bellhop at the Lincoln Hotel at the corner of Knight and Wesley in Ocean City. He sees that Frank Sinatra is coming to the 500 Club. People are going nuts. They're screaming and hollering. Everybody in, everybody in South Jersey wants to go to the 500 Club. It's like the early 60s. Of course I can't get in. But nevertheless, I concoct an Ocean's Eleven-like scheme that we, once I find out that the busboys wear white jackets and black pants, I concoct a scheme that my friend David Fixler from Vineland, New Jersey, and I will go over without even casing the joint. We drive over. We found out the shows were 9, 11, and 12. We parked the car at like 10.30, case the back the back alley behind the 500 Club, and walk into the 500 Club at like 20 of 11. We go through the kitchen. No one spots us. We're dressed like busboys. It's, 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 it's chaotic. You come out into a huge area, well, not huge, an area where people are waving money to get into a room. I've never been in a nightclub in my life. I figure, hey, that must be the room. We, we elbow our way in, and there we are at 10 minutes to 11 before the 11 o'clock show. But the audience from the 9 o'clock show was just leaving. So we're in there, but we realize, holy Jesus, what are we going to do? The place, the show's not going to start for like 40 minutes. So you know what we did, Harry? Do tell. We look like, well, we look like busboys. All dressed like busboys. We looked around. What were the other busboys doing? They were setting up tables. So for the next hour, half hour, they got free work. We set up tables, and then Buddy Lester came on. The place went nuts with a comedian. Sinatra came out. And I fell, and we took off the white jackets, put on long ties. Nobody could see us. Leaned up against the pillar, and 20 feet away, there was Frank Sinatra. And that's how I met, that's how I first saw Sinatra. 15 years later, Julie introduced me to him at 4 o'clock in the morning in Las Vegas. I told him that story, which was a notable story because no one believed it when we went back to the Ocean City. And so my friend and I went back the next night, snuck in, took pictures. And it ended up in the Atlantic City newspaper. The two guys had snuck into the 500 Club Justice Bus Boys. And Sinatra says to me, the night I met him, you're the guy. Just like that. Wow. What a story. We're going to take one and only break during our time with Bill. And it's right now. We'll be back in three minutes. You are listening to a legend in our industry, a four-time Emmy Award winner. It's tough to get one. Uh, television talk show host, best-selling author, and professional speaker Bill Boggs is here, a national uh, legend and clearly a Delaware Valley legend. Uh, even though I sort of consider us contemporaries, I grew up with uh, Bill Boggs on TV and just have always loved your work, Bill. We're reviewing Bill's new comedic novel, The Adventures of Spike the Wonder Dog. If you're just joining the program, uh, do as I did already, uh, not as I say, and uh, pick up Bill's new book. I think the easiest way to do it is just go to Amazon.com, and if you're a uh, Amazon Prime member, you'll get it very, very quickly, and of course, no shipping charge, 
and you can get either the Kindle version or do as I did, get the hardback uh, version of Bill's book. And then what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to stalk Bill Boggs until I get my book autographed. We'll be back in just a few minutes with Bill Boggs. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM.